2: This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com/excuse for
3: free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses season 4, episode 11. Jordo tries to stomp us. 15 <laughs> minutes long because you're in a hurry. And Jordo's
2: not that smart. <laughs>
3: Ooh, bird.
2: And we're unstumpable.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this is going to be a pretty wacky one. We want to try doing a brainstorming episode where we show you how we work as authors turning... um, sparks of ideas into full-blown ideas so what we've had jordo do producer jordo has looked up on the odd news site on yahoo like their their list of odd news and he's going to pick his favorites and throw them at us and we are going to try and build a story out of each of these things um so we're not sure how this is going to go at all oh it's going to be fun (laughs) we haven't done any prep for this we're just going to go so jordo first idea
4: okay i'm starting you guys off simple okay Um, flaming torches light up britain's hadrian's wall Okay, flaming
5: okay. torches
3: light up Britain's Hadrian's wall.
5: wall. Hadrian's Wall was the wall originally built between England and Scotland way, okay. way back in the day mm-hmm. to keep the evil Scots out.
2: Okay. Oh my oh, gosh, have have witches uh, <laughs> emerged on the wall? Scottish werewolves? Scottish witches or werewolves or
3: something? I I, I don't know why people are charging the wall with flaming torches. I'm going to go hi- historical on this one, and I'm you know I'm always a little bit. On the fantasy side so i'm looking at for some reason a massive war like we're, we're talking lord of the Rings style epic war that happens on hadrian's wall at night so something has happened to the scotsman maybe it's uh maybe it's that they're werewolves maybe it's something just You know, let's do an alternate world. I love these alternate world types of stories. And so, not living up there are Scotsmen. Living up there explains why the Scotsmen wear kilts because they're
2: werewolves and they've got those digitigrade legs. Pants don't fit right. Right. Tails. Next Mm -hmm. up, Giordo.
4: Okay. This one's for Dan. New York City funeral home van towed with
5: body inside. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, the first question, obviously, is who's towing it and why. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a parking violation. Well, right. And
2: the funeral home van—was it actually a corpse in a coffin,
3: or did the driver die? Mm. There's. See, I like the I like the idea of stealing bodies. Oh um, man, I love the idea of. Stealing yeah, stealing bodies. bodies. The idea is someone oh, is. Oh, you mean in fiction? In, uh, yeah, thanks. Oh, okay. Dan. <laughs> someone is stealing bodies.
5: Mm-hmm. Because
3: they they they'll wait until the coffin gets loaded into the they, they, getting into the morgue is too tough, so they just they tow the car they, after they load. They steal they
2: steal coffins in transit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why modern day necromancy? <laughs> okay. And embalming doesn't stop them. <laughs> okay.
5: Well, you know, and another another cool idea here is there's the the venerable genre of what do we do with this corpse? You know the where's. Oh, where the Trouble corpse Trouble with go. Harry kind yeah. of mm-hmm. problem. But what if this particular <laughs> <Weekend> corpse <burnties. laughs> wakes up? Yeah. You know, this is a, we have the standard crooks that we're just trying to boost a car, but they end up with a corpse that's actually a mummy or something.
3: Oh, I think that, I think that's our story right there. That'd be a great okay. story. Go,
5: Giordo.
4: I'm not making this one up either, just by the way. Devotees of Florida man drank snail mucus in ritual. <laughs> Um, <laughs> spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: devotees.
2: All oh, right, um, this
3: That's devotees, not yes. manatees. No, we're, we're talking devotees. about devotees a ritual. Devotees are like
5: manatees, but so, they're not So um,
3: it's time for Brandon to do a snail snot magic system, or snail mucus mag- magic system. Different snails produce different effects after you squeeze out their mucus and can use it for various things. So mm. the question is, what do these various snails, what powers do they produce?
2: And can you have escargot dancers?
5: <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Uh, all right, Jordo, well, next. Th- th- then <laughs> then oh. you're combining the snail mucus magic with dance magic.
2: Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's a...
5: All right. Yeah. That's a mashup. <laughs> I don't even dare.
4: <laughs> okay, next. Gordo. All right, here's another one. Authorities, Nebraska man too drunk for DUI sentencing. Wow. Okay. Too drunk
2: to be sentenced. So yeah. he uh, uh, kept drinking in jail? Now I think he's... his body automatically produces alcohol,
3: and he's always drunk. Oh, a guy who sweats alcohol. Yeah. Ooh, now that could actually be a really interesting sort of, yeah, guy who sweats alcohol. Or a, um, a drink that you drink? Um, that inebriates you permanently. Some potion that you drink it, you are are, drunk until... The potion of eternal drunkenness. Yeah, the potion of eternal drunkenness. I think you could go a lot of different ways with that.
5: Okay. Or let's uh, combine it. We talk a lot about uh, coming up with ideas. You take something normal and combine it with something weird. So let's combine this with, like, nanotech or something. That he, he's not drunk necessarily on alcohol, but he has been drinking. He accidentally drunk some nanobots, and they're screwing with him somehow. Okay. Or, you know, converting his insight okay, So his alcohol.
2: drunkenness could be the inciting incident where we discover that there's mm-hmm. a, a
5: nanoplague that will kill us all with drunkenness if we don't... I don't nanobots know. created by a... Uh, drunk scientist who wanted more booze so he created little robots that turn all liquid into alcohol
3: oh wow it's like a variation the on the grey goo except there are these yeah. little things going that are turning everything
5: it's into the, alcohol it's the alcoholics version of uh, the King Midas story wow that that actually has a lot of potential alright
3: that's all right. the best one so far good job Dan
4: Yeah, thank you Dan how oh. about this one dead baby elephant calf born alive in Sydney Zoo
3: <laughs> <laughs> dead, what?
2: <a> dead baby <coughs> elephant calf.
5: It's the it's the. What? <laughs> a dead baby okay. elephant calf born Gave alive birth to in a live. No, dead calf? baby elephant calf born
3: alive in Sydney Zoo. So they thought it was going to be dead, and okay, an
5: elephant is giving birth to undead babies, or or it is an elephant that is currently dead. But they couldn't figure out where it came from or why, and now they've traced its origin. Okay, Which maybe. means that it was discovered in some bizarre place. The headline
2: place. Is, is more of a puzzle than anything we're yeah, coming think,
5: up with. My goodness, Jordo's <laughs> looking to stump
3: us. That's okay. Um, no, I just thought that one was really funny. I like the Undead elephants? Undead elephants? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read a nearly enough undead elephant stories, personally.
5: No. You would think there would be more of them.
3: But the idea is, you know, we're not just looking for wacky things. Is there some sort of conflict that we could talk about with undead elephants that you know can what? We actually hear, make a we story? Have zombie,
2: we have zombie yeah. apocalypses all the time mm-hmm. where it is people zombies attacking us. Yeah. And we, we sometimes see animal zombies. What mm-hmm. if it's a zombie apocalypse and it's just... Animal zombies, okay. and it's just the newborns. Okay, that all animal life is now reproducing, undeath.
3: Okay, well that raises wow. a larger problem than the zombie apocalypse. Yes, that raises it does. the, you know, we are what going, are we going to eat next? When we're going to
5: eat? Yeah, um, this is this is. You could still eat zombie, couldn't you? Great. <laughs> you want it dead anyway.
3: Yeah, I mean you could eat zombie, but the thing is, oh. if there is no future generation of That's any of true. these animals, pop the. the population of the planet will die out um yeah. given one generation
5: the animal version of jordo that was a very
3: man. sad story you
5: just yeah. told us i'm sorry yeah, can we have
2: another one
4: sure a happy one you want a happy one yes uh-huh. okay british granny takes french party scene by storm <laughs>
3: <laughs> dancing granny all right she's an dancer. for those people who aren't big into you know undead
5: apocalypses we yes. have Dancing Granny. Okay. Okay, um, well she takes the French party scene by storm. Let's interpret that literally and she is she can like control the wind and weather. Okay. Okay, so it's like it's like ancient version of Storm the
3: X-Man mm-hmm. or X-Woman yeah. or well, whatever. Well she's
5: an old lady. This is like the the French mystic version of uh Footloose. She's sick of all these French partiers, <laughs> so she's summoning an apocalyptic storm. All right, so we're going to have the, the big,
3: and this is, this is what, Paris, we said? Paris is going to be hosting the International Dancing Championships, and Very she's nice. going to get her revenge by, by creating a <laughs> tsunami
5: that is going to wash all the way to Paris. <laughs> oh. She was the girl in Strictly Ballroom that didn't win, and now she's back for revenge.
3: All right.
6: We're going to break for an ad here. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today.
3: Um, have we ever advertised Gathering Storm on this, on the audiobook? I'm not sure if we have. If we have, I'm going to advertise it again because Audible is running some um, fun little deal where they're doing a um, uh, a Final Four thing with a various seeds uh, and yes. va- matches and things. And Gathering Storm by um, Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson was a number one seed. Um, it is, uh, according to Audible, the number one fan favorite. Of, uh, of all of audio, Audible's audiobooks wow. all last year, uh, well, up for several awards and audiobook awards. And so I thought I'd give it another promo. Uh, you can, you know, it costs $50, but you can get a free copy by going to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. And by going there, you also support the podcast. And um, if you sign up for that, then there is a, you get one book a month, for $15, uh, a free book, and then one book a month for $15. So uh, yep. if you cancel before the 15 days are up, you just get the free book. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. All right. Jordo. Um, okay, Man copies key on test drive, steals truck. Ooh. Mm. That, that's a good idea. <laughs> Thanks for not, like, stumping us. Yeah. No. I think there's story right there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's just a little piece of a story. That's not... I wonder if we could turn yeah, that into Yeah, it's not... A the story, story. isn't... The, the, the story isn't about how he stole the truck. Yeah. The
2: story is uh, he needed transportation, he didn't have money, he's desperate. Uh, so he takes a test drive, makes a copy of the key real fast, returns the vehicle, and then steals the vehicle off the lot ten minutes later as part
3: of his quest to... See, I think I could expand this into a full story, too. That's a great Mm -hmm. idea, but um, it would be kind of cool to pull a Sting or sort of thing where you get you know, 12 people, and they go and they test drive every car on this used car lot over the course of a couple of weeks, and they make imprints of every key, and then at night they go in and they steal every car on the lot. All the cars Mm -hmm. vanish. That could be awesome. Or as an
5: alternative, we'll shrink the scale down. This is not a, a Truck he's buying off a lot or stealing off a lot. It's a truck he saw advertised in a classified that happened to be owned by his father or grandfather, and he knows that hidden somewhere in the door or in the some hidden compartment is an artifact or heirloom okay. that he needs.
3: Mm-hmm. It's the the key, uh, the power to control the undead elephants, obviously. <laughs> well, naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordo, hit us. Dog eats twenty
4: thousand dollar diamond. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Well, oh, still
5: on that's... finger.
2: <laughs> oh uh, wow, that's a that's a story about locking the dog in the bathroom for the next forty eight hours. <laughs>
5: that's, what, that's all that is. Now see
2: that this no, is this is a story, Hollywood
5: type story chasing where the dog. We through have to chase city. the dog through the city. Yeah, um, this is a movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, well, and it's a yeah. classic,
2: but it's a classic time bomb plot. Yeah. We only have <laughs> eighteen hours before I know. It's... Well,
5: until he gets hold of a laxative
2: oh no well that's what happens the dog you know act three opens and the dog has just eaten some laxative and we realize we don't have 18 hours we have you know 30 minutes Mm -hmm. (laughs) depending on the brand (sighs) goodbye clean rating
4: (laughs) hello next news article next news article this is a cool one snake reappears in 16th century elizabeth portrait Ooh, that's that's kind of cool. I lost cool. you. They,
2: they, what they snake? lost their snake, snake? Yeah. They lost their pet snake and <laughs> and now it's in a painting in a
3: 16th century Elizabethan portrait. Wow. Or, or time traveling snake. It may be that that's the one snake idea. was well, it's originally in the traveling. portrait and traveling. disappeared. Yeah. And then came back. Okay. So we've got the snake can jump into portraits or the snake trans- um, teleports back in time, or um, wow.
2: or the snake as a you know, as per the biblical metaphor, this is actually Satan. Okay.
3: okay. Oh, nice, nice. But let's let's actually build a story okay. out of this. Here, here, than here, just... here we go.
5: How about this? Mm-hmm. We have um, our confused art collector who can't figure out why the snake vanished and then reappeared from his painting. Okay. Meanwhile, there is some kind of, paintomancer, who mm-hmm. can summon creatures out of paintings. Okay. And then send them off to do his will, and then when they're done. They go back into their painting. Oh,
3: okay. So it's kind of an ink art type thing, except with with paintings instead. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the magic paintbrush, but it's a painting you've already done. If there's a painting of a tiger, well, it may not be a painting can, he's done. Yeah, no, a painting that's already done. You can pull things out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would wonder why he's picking this 16th century Elizabethan painting rather than just you know buying um, a painting of a snake on the street. So might have to. Yeah. Depend the on power, the components. The
2: power yes. in the paintomancy yeah. is the number of people who have looked at the painting. Oh, wow. The nice. older the painting, the more powerful it is.
3: Wow. No, Wait, provided clever. it's
2: been in a museum. Yeah. If we'll it's in a private collection,
3: museum. it starts to lose its power. See, and the way I would construct this story is I would have whoever's investigating it be some sort of you know harry dresden type wizard yeah. for hire thing and he's having to figure out how this magic works and makes that connection that's why these famous paintings mm-hmm. are being picked and that sort of thing. jim butcher if you listen to this podcast we may have your next <laughs> we may have your next dresden book for you right here uh that doesn't involve nearly enough harry getting beat the crap beat out of him so i don't know if Oh it's well it. you
5: know the Little blue boy or the Mona Lisa will beat the crap out of him. <laughs> 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 Harry uh, Dresden versus Mona Lisa tonight at ten. What do we what do we got for a writing prompt? All right, um, writing prompt is the
3: very next thing Jordan was going to say. All right, New Zealand woman sells souls to the highest bidder. Okay.